Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 937thetip.com. Nick Sainert, Enrique Alvarez, Clary with you as always. Appreciate Nathan and Strick for stopping by, um, talking about all things that, whatever you guys wanted to talk about on the text line, 402-464-5685. We uh, started with gorillas versus grizzlies, then we got to toenails, and now we got to mayonnaise. The toenail Um, discussion. And I guess this would be a good place to bring in Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball. He joins us from East Lansing. Nate, how do we feel about mayonnaise? I like it. Uh, call me weird. Call me uh, call me crazy. But I, I like mayonnaise. I don't need it on everything, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm okay with it. Are you more of a mayonnaise guy or a Dorothy Lynch guy? Ooh, now that's a good question. Mm. <laughs> I, I'd say Dorothy Lynch. Okay, interesting. Um, all right, so let's let's go ahead and move on to softball. Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball, joins us from East Lansing, where the Huskers win their first round game against Penn State earlier today. They uh, just got or wrapped up in the second game of the day. Ohio State will face the Huskers tomorrow at two p.m. Uh, first of all, Nate, I guess what did you see today in their three to one win? I mean, it was uh, going up against uh, a pitcher that was pretty successful yesterday against the Hoosiers, and Nebraska actually started out struggling a little bit, but they just kept, um, you know, just kind of knocking away little by little. Yeah, I wasn't really surprised that Nebraska started slowly against Bailey Partial. Uh, she is a, a, a first-team All-Big Ten performer. Um, you know, she she's been, had a dominant year. Even the fact that she's a big left-hander, um, it it all just lined up that she would start out successfully against Nebraska, and and she's one of the top pitchers in this league. So, mm-hmm. not it wasn't that surprising that she started out well against Nebraska, and uh, the Huskers adjusted to her uh, as the game went on the third time through the order. Meanwhile, Courtney Wallace pitched a great game, so um, I, I had confidence that. Once Nebraska settled in against Partial, they would be okay. Um, and that third time through the order, Billy Andrews rips a double to right center. Mm-hmm. Sydney Gray singles up the middle. 
Uh, Felder hits the double down the right field line, and that knocked her out of the game. And, and at that point, I felt pretty good about the Husker offense. Nate, is there is there a reason why the Big Ten freshman of the year, Ava Bredwell, came in as a pinch hitter and didn't start the game at catcher? Well, she's been in and out of the lineup lately. Uh, she's healthy. Um, but at this point, you know, Ani Raley's been a little sharper defensively. Um, and I think uh, Ronda Ravel uh, was prioritizing Raley's defense. Also, Kaylin, that keeps Kaylin Kinney in the lineup mm-hmm. because sometimes they have uh, had Ava as the DP and then Ani Raley catch, but Kaylin Kinney hit today, and she was one for two with the double, so uh, she certainly uh, deserved that spot. Um, I also think there was a consideration of maybe bringing Kinney into pitch if um, Courtney Wallace had encountered some trouble against Penn State, and if you've got her, if you've got Kinney in the lineup already as the DP, that makes that easier. So, uh, you know, not not really an injury or anything on Ava Bredwell. Just um, Ava's slumped lately, and sometimes it's valuable for a player to go to the bench and and get reset. And she came off the bench today and got a big pinch hit single. We're speaking with Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball. And you don't have to say anything to this, but I just have to get this off my chest really fast. I'm upset Billy Andrews is second team all Big Ten. Well, you know, here's the thing. And the Big Ten does their all-conference teams in a bit of a unique way in that they prioritize your conference-only stats over what you do for the whole season. And Billy struggled in conference play. Now she's finding it back right now, which is very encouraging. Uh, but when you look at her season long numbers, then yeah, it's, it's pretty baffling that Billy was the second team all conference player, but uh, the, the voting prioritizes what you do in conference over what you do season long and most of Billy's production was before conference play. So it, I, I have greater trouble with, with the idea that, you know, you, you prioritize conference-only stats that much more uh, over the entire season. Uh, but understanding that those rules are in place, um, that's why Billy was second-team all-conference instead of first. Let's go ahead and stick with that for one moment here. I mean, the plethora of awards that the Huskers brought home yesterday. I mean, first team, second team, Ava wins uh, freshman of the year, and then you even have some players nominated for the all-defensive team as well. What does that just tell you about this? the depth that this team has, and how valuable can that be heading into the postseason? Well, it tells you that this is a deep team and that there are a lot of people to deal with in this lineup. In the pitching staff, I mean, that that's the two words that sort of define this team for me are depth and balance from the standpoint that I think this is a three-deep pitching staff. Uh, all three of those pitchers have shown that they can win games against good competition at various points during the year. And then the balance part of it is, you know, one through nine in the lineup, there are people to deal with all the way up and down uh, the pitchers have been able to split the workload, maybe not totally evenly, but mm-hmm. 
somewhat evenly. So from that standpoint, it, it, it says that this is a balanced team. And, you know, in postseason, there are, you know, success and failure can sometimes come down to matchups. And, of course, the, mo- the more people who can produce, uh, the more likely it is that you that somebody has a matchup that's favorable to them, even if a Billy Andrews has a tough time with a pitcher or Sidney Gray or whomever. Yeah, we're, we're speaking to Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball. They just won three to one against Penn State in the quarterfinals. They advance to the semifinals tomorrow at uh, two p.m. Is that Eastern time? Is it one p.m. Central time? Eastern. Okay, so 1 p.m. Central Time tomorrow. A, a lot of times, Nate, and I guess this can be a question that uh, we can discuss when we talk about regionals as well, past the Big Ten tournament. Um, a lot of times in softball especially, it starts with the the pitcher and, and who you're throwing out there in the circle. And Nebraska kind of has the, the three-person squad of Olivia Farrell, Courtney Wallace, who we saw today, who had a, a really strong showing. And then, like you said, even a little Kate, uh, Caitlin Kinney at some times. How confident should Nebraska fans be in those three arms as the deeper Nebraska goes into the postseason here? Well, I think fairly confident. I mean, all three have shown that they can beat good teams. And and um, so I, I would trust Kalen Kinney to go out and win a game in a regional. I would trust Olivia Farrell against pretty much anybody in Nebraska could face in a regional. And the same is true with Courtney Wallace. I think this is the the best depth Nebraska has had in a pitching staff in my time in covering Husker softball, because usually Nebraska has two pitchers that can, that can trade off and that, you know, you, that you can trust the two of them to win all three games in a conference series. And then you have one that kind of eats some innings and maybe can win you a midweek game, but, but she's there to develop and, and just take a little workload off off the first two. And maybe that's where Kalen Kinney was at the beginning of this year, but I don't think that's the case now. I think Kalen could easily start a regional game and, and, or a game this weekend here in, in the conference tournament and win it. And, and so that's a good situation to be in because I think part of the reason – Nebraska was able to get to Bailey Partial was the fact that she had to throw all eight innings yesterday. And, you know, she was into her fifth inning today, and, and she's had to throw a million innings to get here. Well, nobody's had to really tax themselves in the context of a full season uh, from Nebraska's pitching staff. So that's going to really help out. Again, we're speaking with Nate Rohr, voice of Husker softball. Let's go ahead to the next opponent for this softball team. The last time Nebraska played Ohio State, they dropped two of three. Uh, but this time, Ohio State is is you know two days in playing two games, won eight zero against Purdue, and then uh, today ended up winning five to one against I- Illinois. Uh, what can we look forward to facing this Ohio State squad? Well, I think it'll be a really even matchup. These are two regional teams. These are two teams that. Um, we'll be playing next weekend, and that that series out in Columbus, Ohio State dominated one of the games. They earned a walk-off win in the second one, and then Nebraska won the third one. So even beyond, um, you know, two games to one instead of being swept, I thought that was a really close series and two really good teams fighting each other. And 
you know, with both teams with an eye on postseason and, and the NCAA tournament, I think it's going to be the case again. I'll be interested to see if Ohio State throws Lexi Handley, their tough left-handed pitcher. Nebraska's seen more left-handed pitching uh, in the last three weeks or so uh, between Handley and Heather Johnson and Bailey Partial today than I can remember in a three-week stretch. You know, lefties are pretty rare in college softball, but Nebraska's seen them quite a bit. And the Huskers got after Lexi Handley pretty good by the end of that weekend. They had a pretty good measure of her. But, you know, they've seen somebody different. It might take a little bit for Nebraska to lock back in on her. So we'll see about that. But I think it's a good matchup. It'll be fairly competitive and and should be a nice test for this team to see how sharp they are and how ready they are to win in a regional. All right, Nate, last one before we let you go. Just out of curiosity, what what are the facilities in East Lansing like? Because uh, we were talking to Courtney Wallace a couple months ago, and and they were not shy saying Nebraska has the best facilities in the conference. Like, What does Nebraska need to do to eventually hold a conference tournament of their own um, here in Lincoln? Well, uh, remember Nebraska hosted the Big Ten tournament in 2013, Mm -hmm. the first year uh, that the Big Ten tournament was revived. Um, the conference, for its part, would like to rotate it just every 14 years. Um, but there are some facilities in this league that flat out cannot host the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Rutgers doesn't have a facility good enough to host the Big Ten tournament. Maryland's can't. Uh, I was surprised to learn earlier this week that the tournament's going to Iowa next year. Their facility wow. is pretty subpar. Um, so really, it's not even a matter of Nebraska's facility not being good enough. Uh, they tried to split it out pretty evenly among the 14 schools with some recognition that Rutgers shouldn't host it until significant upgrades are made. And the same is true with Maryland. But I would put Iowa in that same category. And as it turns out, we're going there next year. So uh, there's nothing lacking about Boland Stadium in terms of hosting the Big Ten tournament. There's always stuff that you could do and stuff that I think they hope to do uh, to Boland Stadium in the next couple of years to continue to keep it among the best softball stadiums in the country. But even just sitting here right now, it's, it's in that class, and there's nothing that would be lacking about it to host a Big Ten tournament. Awesome. All right, Nate, appreciate the time as always. Uh, hopefully have a safe trip back after the championship game on Saturday, um, but we appreciate you taking the time from East Lansing and uh, have a good rest of the trip out there. Hey, thanks for having me, gentlemen. That is Nate Rohr, the voice of Husker softball. Appreciate him as always, especially after he just got done calling a game. Appreciate him uh, hopping on and, and coming on the show today and and talking about Husker softball's 3-1 win against Penn State. They uh, face Ohio State in the semifinal tomorrow, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. You can catch that one on the Big Ten Network. All right, I did let's... not know about the, the prioritizing conference yeah, statistics. Yeah, neither that, did I. That makes sense it, it, now, it does but I'm make... still going to be upset. Yeah, it does make sense. All right, let's uh, go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up Thursday's show on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.